Welcome to the Social DJ Podcast, where we talk about ways that DJs and event professionals can succeed on social media. Every Wednesday, we'll help you guys get more traction in your business, help you showcase your work for potential clients looking to hire you, and bring the social back into social media. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about social media. Now, without further ado, let's get started with the episode. What's going on, guys? It's Justin the DJ, and welcome to episode 17 of the Social DJ Podcast. I'm so glad you guys are here with us this week. Um, And yeah, it's officially Christmas time, everybody. I hope everyone had a very great Thanksgiving. For me, it was just me and my girlfriend hanging out at our house. You know, we had some family that wanted to, to spend Thanksgiving with us, but ultimately we decided to just hang out the house and we ordered some uh, some Boston Market. So that's what we ended up uh, eating for Thanksgiving, just some good old-fashioned Boston Market turkey, some mashed potatoes, a little bit of everything. It was a, it was a good time. Then we watched some Manifest on Netflix, so uh, I guess you could say it was the perfect holiday because we just got to hang out the house and just relax, which I think is much needed, especially this part of the year. Um, one of the busiest parts of the year is coming. Good old December, <laughs> all those all those corporate events, all those holiday parties coming up this December, so um, definitely looking forward to that. Now, one thing that I am going to be doing this month, other than all the corporate events and holiday parties, is I'm going to be speaking at a DJ conference next week. A week from today, I'll be speaking at the Harvest of Sound DJ Conference in Boston. If you guys have not gotten your ticket, definitely check out that DJ conference because I think it's going to be a really cool one. And I'm going to be speaking all about social media, content creation, and you know how to capture content at your events, which is ultimately the goal when it comes to content creation for for us as DJs because what we do is not like a tangible thing a physical thing that you can that a client could buy they have to literally it's something that they experience overall you know so being able to showcase what we can do at an event can go a long way when it comes to trying to sell ourselves online So if you're interested in checking out the Harvest of Sound DJ Conference, I'll put a link in the description of this podcast. Definitely check it out. All right, guys, let's jump right into the news. Social news. So Instagram has made a few updates to their Reels tab. Now, one thing that they recently added was something called a topics button. So whenever you create your Reel, you're about to post it, you're writing your caption, all that kind of stuff, There is a new button called Add Topics. Now, it has a nice little hashtag icon next to it, which kind of tells you it's somewhat of a replacement to hashtags as we know it. So whenever I click on this Topics tab, it really lists off some a lot of different topics that I could see. The first ones are fashion and beauty. I see animals, food and drink, travel, sports, science, games, a little bit of everything. So all the topics you can think of when it comes to any content you would post on social media or or anything in general. And so when you create a piece of content on social media or on Instagram, I should say, you can now click on or essentially add the topic of what your video is. That way that Instagram can know how to group your content, how to show it to people 
and who to send it to when you post your first reel. Um, so this could be a cool feature. Now, unfortunately for us DJs and honestly, any music lovers that be it, I, I don't see any button or any topic here for DJs or or even for music. I don't even see a, a topic listed here for music, which is very odd, to be honest with you. So this might be something that they're still working on. Maybe they're going to keep adding topics over time. But for now, it looks like you're going to have to keep all the hashtags you've been using just because there's literally no option for us as a DJ, which is really unfortunate. So definitely keep that in mind because this could be a really cool way to help categorize your content in the future. But right now, it doesn't make any sense for us DJs. Just keep using your hashtags. Now, I know a couple weeks ago, I did talk about hashtags a lot and how you shouldn't just go crazy with them. You shouldn't be putting... 50 hashtags on your post, 30 hashtags on your post. That's just overkill. Honestly, when it comes to hashtags, just stick with like five max and try not to use any crazy big ones. You know, sometimes I use hashtag DJ and and honestly, I wouldn't recommend anybody using hashtag DJ just because so many DJs are using that specific hashtag. Might be hard for the platform to pick your content out and show it to people just because of the sheer volume that that hashtag is getting used. So definitely recommend sticking with about five hashtags or so and try not to get any giant ones in there. Definitely go on the medium to smaller size. Now, another feature that Instagram recently updated with their reels is now when you post a reel with any existing sound, Instagram will automatically group it with everyone else's reel that had used that sound. This is great because you won't need to hunt for any sounds on Instagram anymore, and you won't need to worry if you're using the trending version of that sound. Now, this is a really cool thing that they added because there used to be so many different people pulling in different sounds. Like, it would be the same sound, but it's coming from this original video or this original video, and now if you are the person who came up with the audio, like if you're the first person to use it, all the sounds will fall under your one sound and it could make it to where anytime you use any sound that matches someone else's, it could boost yours in the algorithm. Does that make sense? So like if I post a video of a trending sound and then you use it, it'll go under mine and my content could help carry your content to get more views or to get more reach because Instagram's all about the trends right now. They love trending audio. They love it when you you use content like that because it's really high engaging. You know, people really react well when it comes to that kind of content on Instagram. So when you're utilizing those sounds and the fact that Instagram's gonna categorize the sounds for you just gives you even more assurance of that content. So this is gonna be a really cool feature and especially for me because I like to make all of my reels outside of the Instagram app. I make everything in DaVinci Resolve on my computer and then I upload it straight to Instagram, sound and all. And so whenever I post a reel with my full video, my full sound, Instagram will automatically categorize my videos with the trending sound, even though I didn't use the trending sound technically in the app. So this is a great feature. This is gonna be a really cool way that you can potentially get more reach and get more views on your content just by using sounds. So definitely make sure you guys are using those trending audios because it can go a long way for you.
Speaking of trending audio, let's jump right into the music for this week. Trending sounds. All right, guys, it is officially Christmas time here, and you know what that means. It's time to start playing Christmas music at our events. Yes, <laughs> it's time. I know I made a post a couple weeks ago about playing Christmas music at your events, and I got a lot of backlash from that, and you know, <laughs> regardless of what you think about Christmas music outside of Christmas, I think that you should be playing it regardless, especially in December. All I Want For Christmas Is You is like the top tier God Christmas song that you guys could be playing at your events. And we're gonna be talking about some easy ways that you can mix these songs in um, straight into your events because one of the most important things you could do as a DJ is not playing the right song, but it's playing the right song in the right way, in the right moment. And that can really help elevate your party instead of just hitting play on the song, fading it in, fading it out, all that kind of stuff. You know, you could do different things and you can kind of build that energy towards that song or maybe or maybe surprise them with it or maybe do something that they weren't expecting like a wordplay. So we're going to talk two different methods of mixing All I Want for Christmas is You into your DJ sets at your next event. So let's go ahead and check out the first one. Now, this is going to be... <laughs> this is one thing that I saw on Instagram the other day. Somebody played, all I do is win. And then whenever they say, and then I put your hands go up, then you drop all I want for Christmas is you. So let's, let's check out how that sounds right now. <laughs> uh, this is a really good way that you can, you know, quickly bring in that song at a moment that they were not expecting to hear it. And because all I do is win kind of stops there in a silent moment, you can kind of slowly fade in the Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you right then. And yeah, you're going to get some people who's going to go, ah, but it's going to be such a funny moment because one, they weren't expecting it to happen. And two, it's one of the most memorable parts of the song, that nice little piano crescendo coming in at the beginning. And you're going to get some people who are going to get hype over that. And I think that's a really cool moment that you can help create rather than just hitting play on the song at a random moment or at the end of a song. I think I think this is a really cool way that you can bring All I Want for Christmas is You into the party. Now, one way that I saw that you can mix out of All I Want for Christmas is You is by using a simple wordplay. Now, obviously the chorus is, all I want for Christmas is you, baby. Don't judge my singing, by the way. <laughs> but there's the key word, you. What song has a memorable part of the song that says you? Of course, it's Crank That Soldier Boy. So let's go ahead and take a listen and see how that sounds. Soldier Boy Tough. Hey, I got this new dance for y'all called a Soldier Boy. Got a punch, <laughs> crank back three times okay, I am a sucker 
for using Crank That Soldier Boy in a wordplay, not going to lie. I, I try to do it in every single one of my gigs because it's, man, that song just hits so hard, honestly. Whether you think it's tacky or not, like that song works 100%, especially if you do it in a wordplay like that. Um, so <laughs> definitely, definitely worth checking out that little mashup and, and trying that at your next events because honestly, all I want for Christmas is you, just like I said earlier, is like God-tier Christmas music. And it's funny because somebody made a comparison the other day about Latin music. They said that Suavemente was the September of Latin music. Well, in this case, I like to say that all I want for Christmas is you is the September of Christmas music. So you honestly can't go wrong with all I want for Christmas is you, especially during Christmas time. But honestly, in multiple parts throughout the year, too. Um, other than months like January and February, it's just way too close to Christmas. March is kind of on the edge. And maybe April. I think April might be the time that you can actually start playing Christmas music as kind of like a troll. So like maybe mid-April to, I want to say, October. So mid-April to October you could play All I Want for Christmas as you as a troll. And I would honestly recommend you mixing it just like I explained today. All I do is win into All I Want for Christmas is you, crescendo piano, whatever you like to call it. And then right when she says you, don't even get to the chorus of All I Want for Christmas is you. You don't have to, especially if it's a troll. When she says you, just hit crank that soldier boy, you, and then keep the party going. Like, Think of it just like as a troll or as like a quick little Easter egg, just something funny because if it's like mid-July, it's like 100 degrees outside and you play a Christmas song, like that's hilarious. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, that's like the perfect opportunity to play that song. So, you know, I'm going to get a lot of hate for for this, but honestly, I think I think that you should be playing that song in 10 months of the year, not just December. So definitely something to think about and... uh Definitely recommend playing that in your sets, guys. <laughs> all right, guys, let's go ahead and jump right into the topic for this week. We're going to be talking all about captions on your Instagram posts, on your TikTok videos. I've been getting a lot of questions about what do you write in the captions of your videos. And you know, I personally know some people who have been struggling with actually posting content online because of not knowing what to write in the captions. It's almost like they have the content, they have the sounds, they have everything that they need, but they're experiencing some sort of writer's block with the caption and it's preventing them from moving forward with the content or even posting it in general. So we're gonna be talking about captions, what they are, what you do, and how to do them because, because it can be a very vital part of your content, a very important piece of your content. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Okay, obviously a caption for your Instagram videos and your TikTok reels or whatever, it's kind of like additional commentary for your content. If you've ever seen those behind the scene videos of, you know, maybe it's director's cuts of a movie and then you have the director talking about how they got the shot or the director talking about this thing or what they thought of, I like to think of captions in that sense. The movie can obviously stand on its own without the director's commentary, but it's just something that kind of adds to the content. I never want to make content that relies heavily on what the caption says because 
I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure not many people read the captions at all, unless it's a piece of content that people are really engaged with or really care about. Captions just are not read as much as you think they are. Captions should really just be used as a way to add to your content, but not be the content. So if you have a video of you DJing, maybe in the caption, you can point something out in the video. Or maybe you can say something along the lines of how much fun it was to DJ at this event. Or maybe you can say exactly what songs you mix together. This is a video of me mixing blank with blank. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. One thing I would recommend that you not do though is leave nothing in your captions. Saying something in your captions is much better than saying nothing in your captions. So please, for the love of God, stop just putting emojis in the captions because not only does it not do anything for you when it comes to your SEO, but also it doesn't add anything to your content in general. You just posted some flame emojis, some smoke emojis to a video of you DJing. Okay, cool, but like, what does that have to do with your content? Just say what it is. Just say I was DJing at the club or love mixing at this club or, you know, like you can you can literally say anything. Like you don't have to be a poet. <laughs> you don't have to come up with a crazy witty caption for every single post. Like you can just kind of sum it up and simplify it and just move on to the next post because the caption doesn't matter as much as you think it does. Now, one thing you can do in your caption, if you're not sure of what to do, is create a call to action. Now, this is something that I talked about in a past podcast episode. And, you know, in a lot of posts that you make, especially for one that's about your business, showing off what you do as a DJ, and you're wanting to get people to book you as a DJ at this club, at this wedding, whatever it is, creating a call to action can be really helpful. Now, these call to actions could be comment down below with blank or make sure to double tap if you liked this mix or send me a DM if you're interested in my services. Like you can go in any direction when it comes to a call to action, but you got to make sure that it makes sense, one, and two, it's something you can actually see people doing. Now, when it comes to call to actions and your business, you got to make sure it's authentic. Authenticity is king when it comes to social media right now. People don't want to see the perfect curated content. They want to see real. They want to really see what it's like when you're DJing at an event. They don't want to see a couple videos of people dancing and then you just kind of stitched them together to a Dua Lipa song. Like they want to know what it's like for you to DJ at a wedding. And the same thing with a call to action. Like, if you're just saying, DM me for bookings, DM me if you wanna see what our pricing is. Like, that's not like authentic. That just means that you wanna make money, you wanna sell. So you gotta make sure that you're authentic with your call to actions. And building a community is important too when it comes to call to actions as well because that could be one way where you can start a conversation with people. You can ask people, what did you think about this mix? What's your favorite song to hear when you're at the club? Or you can even start something that can cause some drama. Like, what do you think about pineapple on pizza? Like, obviously, people are going to have an opinion on that. 
So they might write a comment on what they think, and that's creating a community, creating a conversation. And that's something that you guys can utilize in your captions if you have no idea what to write, um, but you gotta make sure it makes sense with the content. Now, if you remember from a couple weeks ago in the podcast, I talked about the importance of captions in SEO on social media platforms and how Instagram and TikTok are utilizing SEO rather than hashtags to categorize your content. Yes, hashtags still have some role in categorizing your content, but the captions can play a massive role. So I always try to make sure to say some keywords in my caption, like the word DJ, or wedding, or Dallas, or things that I think are important to my audience, or maybe a potential client. So that could be some guidelines for you when it comes to creating your next caption. But honestly, my favorite way to do captions is to just kind of recap what the video is. If I'm making a funny video and it requires some text on the screen for context, I'm just going to write the text that I wrote on the screen in the caption, to be honest with you. So for example, I posted a reel a couple days ago um, and the text that I wrote on the screen was what people think when I tell them I'm a DJ, and then it was just a bunch of crappy photos of random DJs with cables everywhere, and obviously it was supposed to be like a before and after kind of thing. And yeah, I could have written a witty caption, but I just literally wrote exactly what I wrote in the video in the caption space. Because the caption isn't the content. The caption complements the content. But because I used the same text from the video to the caption, it still made sense because it's the same thing. It both mentioned that I was a DJ, it both recapped what the video was, and it accomplished its goal. I didn't have any other means to write anything else in the caption other than what the content actually was. You don't have to be witty with your captions. I think you should just recap your content in your captions. So if you're DJing at an event, and you get a cool mix of you mixing two songs together, whatever, just recap what happened. Recap that you were DJing at this wedding or at this club and you played this song with this song. Most people aren't gonna even read your caption. So I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time trying to create that caption because you don't need to. You don't need to spend so much time creating the caption because in the end doesn't matter as much as you think it does. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Social DJ Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about being on social media. If you guys have any feedback or questions for the show, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at JustinTheDJ. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday.